Welcome to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Hey, everybody. Welcome uh, welcome back to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast. Uh, we're so glad you guys are here with us today. Uh, Justin, it's a nice uh, balmy uh, Wednesday afternoon here in Charlottesville right now. Um, how's your day going? Yeah, it is. It's going well. Uh, I was. We were talking a little bit before the show. I am slightly concerned about my mental headspace recording this in the late afternoon rather than the morning. It, when I'm in the morning, I got my coffee. I feel nice and sharp. But after getting pummeled by a day of work, which is a joy, works. It's a, it's a joy, a blast. But my brain is a little bit fried, and I'm interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, uh, Justin and I currently both have bags under our eyes. It's, <laughs> it's funny because neither of us are suffering from lack of sleep. No. But it's just, you know, after a, a good hard day's worth of work, uh, we're feeling it. So bear with us today. Hopefully we... Uh, it should. I think it's going to make for some for a fun time. You might have to keep me on track, and and we'll, we'll get going. But we got some great stuff. To, hopefully, you don't turn that off. Like yeah, we're going to have some yeah, great. Yeah, time yeah, yeah. Today. Make sure you stay on the show. <laughs> We've got some great content for you guys. Um, so for any of y'all who are hopping on for the first time, uh, just so you guys know, we are in a new season called "The Bible Is for You," and our goal in this season, especially, uh, is to help help all of us get a handle on the Bible. Uh, and be equipped to help others get a handle on it as well. I know it's been really fruitful and beneficial for me to get a better grasp on the Bible. Um, but just so you guys know, we started out this season setting a foundation, uh, but looking at by looking at what the Bible is and how an all-of-life disciple relates to the Bible. So we're actually going to be turning the corner and getting a little bit more practical today for you guys and look at what are some different ways we intake the Bible. Um and so last week, we kind of chatted about one aspect of that, which is broad Bible reading. Uh, and this week, we're going to take a look at it, a kind of different uh, approach uh, for Bible intake. And so if you're hoping uh, to get something out of this, uh, make sure you got a, a journal, maybe a pen, take some notes. Um, but if you also want to, you know, see what else we've talked about, be sure to subscribe and go back and listen to some of our previous podcasts. So, Justin, let's let's get into it. Um what what uh, intake or what way of intake are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, yeah. So the so the way that we are going to learn about intaking the Bible today is something called uh, meditation. All right, biblical meditation. Uh, you saw it in the title of the episode if you're listening now. Uh, but uh, there's the surprise: biblical meditation. Uh, so if broad reading that we talked about last week is the widest lens to intake the Bible, right? Read a whole chapters, books at a time in, in one sitting, um, and that's going for real breadth of understanding the Bible. Today, we're going to hop the complete opposite end of the spectrum and go for depth, right? Biblical meditation is just going deep into a small portion of Scripture. Uh, in our culture, uh, meditation has some interesting connotations, so I'm excited to talk about uh, this thoroughly biblical idea of scriptural meditation and how an all-of-life disciple can add biblical meditation to their tool belt of Bible intake, because it's such an important part. Yeah, so... You know, last week we talked about broad Bible reading. That's the first tool that we're putting in our tool belt. First tool. Next tool is biblical meditation. 
Justin, what what is that? Yeah, yeah. So like I mentioned, it's it's a word with an interesting uh, connotation. Uh, so before you tune out, here are just a couple of thoughts about the incredible importance of biblical connotation. First, as I just think through uh, the Bible when it talks about Bible intake, um, meditation is one of the more common words used to describe how we relate to the Bible, how we intake the Bible. There's not necessarily the inductive Bible study talked about or uh, journaling. Uh, all those things are meaningful, and there principles from Scripture we get those with, Uh, but meditation is a thoroughly biblical word, especially in the Old Testament. For example, Psalm 1 commands meditation, right? It doesn't it, it doesn't talk about the Bible and taking it and reading or memorizing and all these different ways that we intake the Bible, but it commands meditation, right? Psalm 1 says, uh, the blessed man, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, he meditates. And on God's law, he meditates day and night. The direction we have to be blessed is through meditating on Scripture. A 17th century pastor in England named Thomas Manton said this, The end of study is information, and the end of meditation is practice, or a work upon the affections. Study is like a winter sun that shines but warms not, but meditation is like a blowing upon the fire where we do not mind the blaze but the heat. The end of study is to hoard up truth, but of meditation the end is to lay it forth in conference or holy conversation." What he's saying there is study stores up truth, but meditation changes a life. And meditation is incredibly important. So before you tune out, meditation is an interesting word with interesting connotations, uh, but it is incredibly important. Uh, So in answering that question, what is biblical meditation? First, I want to just tell you what biblical meditation is not. Biblical meditation is not the Eastern practice of emptying your mind of all thought and desire and disconnecting from the material world. It's not emptying your mind. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Biblical meditation is this. It's filling your mind with the Word of God by thinking deeply on a word, phrase, verse, or idea. All right, biblical meditation is filling your mind with the Word of God by thinking deeply on a word, phrase, verse, or idea. Uh, Don Whitney uh, says it like this, uh, biblical meditation is deep thinking on the truths and spiritual realities revealed in Scripture for the purposes of understanding, application, and prayer. That's in, from his classic book, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life. Uh, the idea of biblical me- meditation, what it is, is like kneading dough, really working it deeply, massaging into it, stoking a fire from uh, being low or marinating a piece of meat, right? These are ideas in meditation. What we are doing is pressing a small portion of scripture, a small chunk, a word, a phrase, just a verse or an idea, and kind of pressing it deeply into our minds rather than emptying your mind, which is maybe the Eastern version of uh, meditation, you're filling your mind with truth from the Word of God. Another uh, uh, 17th century pastor uh, named Thomas Watson uh, describes meditation like this He says, Meditate on what you read. The Hebrew word for meditate means to be intense in the mind. Meditation without reading is wrong and bound to error. Reading without meditation is barren 
and fruitless, right? This idea of marinating deeply over what we see in the Bible and come across in the Bible is so important to the point that this author said that reading without meditation is barren and fruitless because we gain up information but never have it pressed down into our hearts. David Mathis, in his book, Habits of Grace, points out that meditation should be the high point of our daily Bible reading and time with God. Uh, As he is reading, he says he looks for where the Spirit leads him, maybe it's an encouragement, a conviction, or something else, and he will stop and meditate on this portion of Scripture, and from there move into prayer and then applying it throughout his day. And here are just a couple goals of biblical meditation as we wrap up chatting on what biblical meditation is, right? We want to stir the affection, moving God's Word from the head, that information, into our hearts and into our gut, into our muscle memory and our bones. We want to drive it down. Uh, second, it's uh, it's driving us to prayer, right? We're moving from study of just reading God's Word to uh, really praying as we're driving the God, driving the Word that we're meditating on deeper into our hearts. Think of it like a bridge, right? It's a bridge from reading the Bible to everything else. The experience of joy, prayer, application in life, deeper faith, the list goes on and on. Meditation is the way we move from reading something to pressing it down into uh, the rest of our lives. Wow. So that's actually helpful to know, you know, what is biblical meditation? But I mean, honestly, like, how do you how do you decide what word or, or phrase or verse to even meditate on? Because I'm I can get lost at words for like trying to, you know, I'm reading through scripture and I'm like, oh, I'm reading through all this. And like after 30 minutes, I'm like, I don't remember any of that. So kind of how do we do that? Yeah, the, so this is so important. That That's a great question, Greg, because we are not just want to understand what biblical meditation is, but we are about equipping all of life disciples to flourish in life, to live out our faith. And so I want to yeah talk about this. How do we actually step into this meditation. So there's no special form or fashion that I would recommend to determining what to meditate on. Um, I think it's very helpful to have a consistent, if you if you don't know me, this is going to come as a shocker. It's very helpful to have a consistent practice of reading your Bible every morning. It's very helpful to have a reading plan so uh, you can know what to expect as you're stepping in the next morning to read, and you can intentionally study your way through the Bible. And we'll get more into Bible study as a method of intake later. Um, but uh, this may also be during a time of broad reading. And as you're reading the Bible, no matter how you're intaking it, just ask God to speak to you uh, by His Word, uh, by the Spirit. And as God brings you to a verse, whether it's through Bible study or broad reading or a sermon that stands out to you for whatever reason, note it and spend some time meditating on it uh, right then or come back to it a bit later. Um, wh- how would something stand out to you, right? What would stand out? It could stand out to you in any number of ways. The Spirit could stir your interest in a verse and draw your attention to a verse in a number of ways. It could stand out to you as just interesting, right? I read this in the Bible, and it just struck me. I read all of this chapter of John 3, but this one verse or this one comment and half of a verse just struck me as interesting. It just like piqued my interest, and I want to go back to it and meditate on a little bit more deeply. Uh, Maybe it could stand out to you as encouraging, right? I have been, you know, discouraged lately, and in my Bible reading, I come across this verse in the psalm that stirs uh, just joy and courage in me in a discouraging season. It could stand out to you as confusing. Maybe you don't quite understand how one verse relates to the next or what exactly uh, this verse is saying, and so it stands out to you for that reason. Maybe it's challenging or convicting, right? And you need to go back. You don't want to go back because it was really challenging or convicting, but you need to go back and meditate on that and understand it understanding it more deeply. Or it could stand out to you just as awe-inspiring. You read something uh, from the Scriptures, and you are just amazed at how incredible God is. Uh, you are blown away by an aspect of His character, and you want to go back and meditate on it. So as you're doing 
Bible study or broad reading, whatever stands out to you, stop and think through what would it mean to meditate on this uh, passage. So as you're reading your normal intake with prayer and focus, go back to what stands out to you and meditate on it. So you're, you're telling us, figure out what stands out to you. So let's go to the next step there. How do you practically meditate on the Bible once you figure out what stands out to you? Yeah, we could talk about how to practically meditate on the Scripture in a number of different ways. So I just want to simplify it down to, to two really practical steps to get you started. And there's a number of good resources. I'll link some in the show notes of, of where to go, some different chapters of some helpful books uh, to talk about scriptural meditation. But here's just a couple tips to get started. Number one, focus. All right, you have got to focus. If you're going to meditate on Scripture, you have got to focus. And the number one thing that means in our culture today is get away from tech. Yeah, right? that's true. Get away from tech. Um, this is so key. Meditation takes time of uninterrupted thought and prayer. Every time you look at your phone, it's like dumping a bucket of water on the fire of your time with God. To have meaningful meditation, a time of focus is necessary. Put your phone on airplane mode. Put it in your drawer and, and shut it away for the time that you have with God and get some uninterrupted time of focus with Him, and you can step into some meaningful meditation. You cannot med meditate deeply if you're not focused. And that's the number one key is, is focus and get away from distractions. And that really means technology. For many different people, though, uh, this will look a little different. Uh, for example, if you have young kids, uh, time with God can be a challenge, especially focused time without interruptions. At times, there will be uncontrollable interruptions. But my encouragement to you is, is this. Acknowledge those interruptions, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right, those interruptions will come and serve and love your family or whatever interruptions have to come up uh, and be dealt with. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and do your best. Even if it's just once a week, you get that time. Uh, maybe it means waking up earlier. Uh, maybe it means uh, taking advantage of that once a week. I don't know what it means for you, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and look for times of consistent ways that you can get into some focus and uh, really uh, step into biblical meditation. So that's the first one, focus. Get away from tech, get alone and really focus. The second uh, way to really practically meditate is roll over God's Word in your mind. All right, roll over God's Word in your mind. Uh, Nancy Lee DeMoss, she's a Christian author and radio host, says this. She says, As you read, pause frequently to meditate on the meaning of what you are reading. Absorb the Word into your system by dwelling on it, pondering it, going over it again and again in your mind, considering it from many different angles until it becomes a part of you. Right, So we're rolling over it in our mind. And here's just an example. At the verse level, um, though it might be different if you're just meditating on a word, this is how I would do this at a verse level. So 1 John uh, 4.10 is one of my favorite verses. And this is kind of, as I came across that in my reading, and I was going to meditate on this verse, this is one way that I would do that that's really helpful. I would just read the verse, emphasizing and pausing to think about a different word in the verse each time I read it. So, so 1 John 4.10 says this, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. So in meditating on this verse, I would go word by word, emphasizing a new word each time I repeated the verse, and thinking through the different implications of that word being chosen for this verse. So it would sound something like this, In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. In this is love. 
not that we have loved God, but that he loved us, right? And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us. And this is love, not that we have loved God. And just stopping each time to think mm. through the emphasis of the different word in that That's verse. That's really awesome, yeah. I obviously did that very quickly and moved past just to give the example. But running through that over the course of seven or eight minutes, stopping at each word and analyzing why is this here and why is it meaningful can bring new fruit and meaning to that verse that you didn't know was there and will press the verse down from your brain and your head into your heart and your affections. So that's one way that looking at a verse, stopping and focusing, and then rolling over a verse or a truth in your mind prayerfully is a great way to start with biblical meditation. Man, I I think that's really helpful. I feel like meditation being a key part of the Bible today because it it kind of is a bridge from the head to the heart. Like it connects it to. It's like gets, you know, you're reading through God's word and then it's, you know, it's your head reminding your heart like, hey, this is what is so important about this. So I think that's really helpful. So Yeah, and I just think it's so overlooked in in our at least in, in my experience right now. It's just overlooked because I talk about Bible study, I talk about scripture memory, but the Bible talks so much about meditation and this importance of stopping and thinking deeply on what God's word says. So I'm excited to implement this more and more in my life as I'm learning about it and uh, hopefully it's an encouragement to to you also. Yeah, absolutely, which also brings me to my favorite part of the podcast is after I ask Justin a bunch of questions, I get to ask you, the audience, uh, some discussion questions. Um, So if you're with a group, uh, be sure to actually talk through these together. Um, If you're on your own, feel free to journal through these questions. Um, So I'm going to go through them slowly for you guys. Uh, But our first question is, what stood out to you most from this episode? And what are your biggest remaining questions about biblical meditation? Second question is, describe biblical meditation in your own words and explain why it is important for an all-of-life disciple. Third question, what are the greatest benefits you foresee in your life by beginning to practice biblical meditation regularly? And what are you missing out on by not practicing biblical meditation? And if you guys missed those questions, uh, be sure to subscribe. We'll actually have the notes from this uh, this week's podcast or this week's episode uh, at the bottom, uh, and you'll be able to see the questions there. So thank you guys for joining us again, uh, and we'll be back again next week to talk about another way that all of life disciples can intake the Bible. Add a few more tools to your tool belt. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Be sure to subscribe so you can be alerted when new episodes are released. If you have questions or there are topics you want to be discussed on the podcast, please email justin at centerseville.com. We would love to hear from you.